Hey guys, Broke Investor here. Um, this next podcast will talk about options and mainly um, covered calls, which is one of you know one option uh, that people use, um, and it's actually in reference to selling covered calls. I just learned about this, so I figured I'd share what I learned. Um, again, I hope my the explanation in the podcast makes sense to everyone, and everyone can follow along. As always. I'm just a broke-ass investor, not a financial advisor, obviously. But um, I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. I will be making another podcast on selling puts, maybe later in the week or next week. I'm not sure. Um, but um, stay tuned. There will be a short break, and then the podcast will follow. Thanks a lot, guys. Later. What's going on, guys? Broke-ass investor back for another podcast it's been way too long but way too much going on um mainly me moving so i previously uh owned a home and i sold it and i moved into a new newer slightly bigger home and what a pain in the ass i would not recommend it for anyone unless you know you really really hate your home Especially if you need the money from the sale on the first home to buy the new home. So, anyway, yeah, moving sucks. Still not even close to done. But that's not the point of this podcast. The point of this podcast is to talk about covered calls. Covered calls is one strategy um, as, as it relates to options. Options trading. Which, you know, it's a it's very intimidating word. I never even went near it for a while. And people have been telling me to get involved with options from the beginning. Covered calls, this, that, the other thing. And, you know, I'm like, whatever. I'm not, not going there. So I finally decided to dive in. Let me see what a covered call is. Um, and sure enough, it is something that I'm very interested in. And the main reason is it seems very safe. Um, And I'll get into that in a second. Um, Because obviously if it was a gamble, high risk, anything, I would not even mess with it. Um, But after doing the research, it makes sense, especially as a dividend investor, to do covered calls. So what the hell is a covered call? I mean, basically... Long story short is you can sell or it, it's basically a contract between a buyer and a seller on a particular price of a stock. Now, keep in mind, when, I, when I'm talking about covered calls, I'm only talking about the selling piece. I'm not going to get into buying. I don't want to get involved with buying, at least for now. I'm only involved with the selling piece. Now, when I say selling a covered call, it means I already own the 100 shares of the stock. So if I own 100 shares of any stock, I can do what's called a covered call, which means, you know, I can go into the options trade and look at the different contracts that are available. So if I'm willing, I have to be willing to except that someone could buy my stock. So there's a lot that goes into this. So if you own 100 shares of, say, um, I'll do my example, Ford, 
you'll have an average cost basis. So whatever that average cost basis is, that's the, that's the um, you want your strike price, which again, that's the agreed to price that you'll sell it for. You want that price to be higher than your average cost basis. Because if they happen to, you know, go through and call the contract, then they'll buy it for whatever that strike price is. So if they do buy it at that strike price, you want to make money on the capital gains. You don't want a strike price less than your average cost. Um, so that being said, if you own a stock and your average cost basis is less than you know the strike price, then you would look at that um, that call option, and then you would look at different things involved with the call option. One of the main things is the premium. So you can actually make that's the whole point of this getting a premium you're using your hundred shares to offer a contract with someone with the opportunity to buy your stock at this price uh, this contract has an expiration date but this contract will pay you a premium per share typically you know in, in you know under 50 cents or so so in this example um, the or the only one that I did, I did Ford. I my average cost basis was seven dollars and ninety six cents. I did, had a I chose a strike price of eight fifty over a contract for four days. So my expiration date is this Friday, October thirtieth, and I'm getting a premium of eleven cents per share, totaling eleven dollars. Eleven cents times hundred shares, eleven dollars. So automatically, I'm making $11 off of this. Now, currently, Ford has gone down from my average cost basis, which is not good. So the likelihood right now that they'll buy the stock is not looking good. However, they do have earnings, uh, I believe today after the bell, which could drastically change things for worse or the better. They, they, the experts say... To never do a call, a covered call in between earnings. Obviously, I did not listen to that, and I did it anyway. So it may come back to bite me. It may not. I do not know. So, but if they have great earnings and the stock soars and goes to say nine dollars, the the buyer of the contract will will call the option. They'll they'll follow through and they'll purchase my shares. What will happen from there is I'll make the money from the 850 minus my average cost basis. I'll make that in capital gains, um, which turns out to be a total of $54. And I'll also, again, keep the premium. What I'll lose out on is the additional 50 cents from 850 to $9 in capital gains. That'll be to the benefit of the buyer. So... But is that a risk I'm willing to take? Yes, of course. Now, why is this good? Or why, why would you do this? Now, at least in my opinion, I would do this because I'm a dividend investor. I'm holding dividend stocks now and forever. So when I get to the point that I own 100 shares of something, then why not 
pull, you know, do these covered calls. I mean, I could do these covered calls with a strike price that's extremely high, not extremely high, but high enough that I, I don't think it'll hit. Um, or, you know, but just high, not too high that I'm still getting a reasonable premium for doing nothing. Or if I don't care if someone calls it, I could do a strike price that's lower, um, you know, compared to the current stock price and I'll get a higher premium because I don't care if someone calls it. And then I could just go out and buy it again, buy that stock again and do another covered call. So, I mean, I hope this wasn't confusing. Um, I'll probably be able to explain it better in time, but I literally just learned this over the past week. And um, I did my first options trade, you know, uh, was it two days ago for Ford? I bought 100 shares at 796 to do a covered call. Now, what I learned since then is I should have done, I should have sold a put for 100, you know, 100 shares for Ford. And I'll get into that in another podcast um, because it's, it's complicated in itself. But I just wanted to go over the covered call part of it because if you're going to own 100 shares of something or if you can own 100 shares of something, why not make money with those stocks? You, can, you could essentially just put them in limbo and say, okay, I'll give you the choice to buy my shares at this strike price, but you have to pay me this premium. Again, the premium is automatic. You're going to get it whether they call that or not, whether they buy your shares or not. Now, in my example, it was four days, and the cash fronted for me was $796. So in four days, I made 1.38% return on my money. I mean, how? where else can you get that in four days? So this is... This is the main thing about it, the premium. I mean, the premium that you're getting, it's, it's a solid deal. Um, and it makes perfect sense to me. Like, why? It makes sense that people have been telling me to do this from the start. Again, the hard part is having the capital to buy 100 shares of something. Um, and again, you want to do this on a stock that you're, that you, you know, you trust. Because, you know, during that, uh, covered call, anything can happen. The stock could tank and Ford could be at $5 and then I would be what's known as a bag holder. If you're a bag holder, you really can't make money, any money on this premium. So you either have to sell it for a loss or just wait and lose out on any opportunity. Uh, the fact that I bought this at seventy ninety six was maybe a bad idea. Um, which, which, you know, obviously I should have done a put at a lower price. And again, I'll explain that in another podcast. Um, so long story short, a covered call is basically taking your hundred shares and selling it to a contract, which the buyer may or may not want to buy those shares at expiration or before expiration. Now, again, You're choosing a strike price that's above your average cost and one that pays a reasonable premium that's worth your time. You can do calls over weeks, months, etc. The longer your term, the more premium you get, but the longer you're locked up, obviously. So so 
that's pretty much it. I hope I explained it properly. Um, again, this is brand new to me, covered calls in general, but I'm going to be involved with this from here on out. Um, you know, I'll start with one stock, I'll add another, and go from there. And one other fact about um, options and premiums and all that is you'll get taxed at the normal income tax rate. So that sucks. So maybe you want to do options in a Roth. I'm not sure. I'm doing mine in a taxable right now um, because, again, I use Robinhood and it, Robinhood seems to be like an, it's an easier interface um, to use. So we'll see how that goes. I also don't own 100 shares of any stock in my Roth. So anyway, um, so that's it on covered calls. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I hope that made sense to you. If not, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, the underscore broke underscore investor. Thanks again. Thanks for listening. Later.